You're listening to the Ronman Media Podcast, your premier podcast for everything nerd. And now with your hosts, the Ronman Media Crew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ronman Show. We're the whole crew. We're going to watch. What are we going to watch, Ram? We're going to watch some Dukun Santet. A uh, 120-year-old... Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on here, man. If you're, But, uh, if anyone's we're in wondering... for a ride, dude. Oh, yeah, we're, we're in, in for, for a ride. ride. So, um, if you don't know what Santet is, it's a, it's a, a cuss word in Spanish. If you're... Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just read the title. Santet niya pake al class. Okay, okay, all right. I know that. Duel, man. It's a duel. Okay, <laughs> are you ready for this game? Why is he wearing his... Dude, why is he tying his head like that? Yo, that Bomo movie I'm gonna make? I'm gonna make him wear this. <laughs> is there a specific reason why he's tying the song call like that? I don't know. Is, is he singing? I think he is singing. I think it's one of the verses or something? Oh. Okay, what's your opinion so far? I feel like it's definitely, you know, uh, uh, scripted for sure. <laughs> Immediately sees it. <laughs> you can tell with his uh, great B uh, watch, you know, his bootleg watch, that, you know, he has prepared for this. Uh huh. Yeah, it's aesthetics, tight. right? Yeah, it's a costume, and I'm thinking also the camera angling is pretty nice. You know, it's my favorite. It's, uh... They can't afford the fog machine, so they use cigarettes. Oh yeah. Yeah, look at that smoke, cigarette smoke right over there. For all you know, like remember you said that it was probably like film students that are trying to bring yeah. into the business. Right, right. Look, uh... look at this whole setup. Right. I mean, if you're indoctrinated, of course you'd believe this shit. This is like, look at the color the, uh, of the clothes. It's like red mm. color and it's, uh, it's color coded just like, um, you know, uh, the, a Hitchcock film or some sort. Oh. Yeah, but they can always link with it's like, you know, red is the color of blood. And, and again, hey. it links back to your point, right? Yeah. We will be talking about that later on with uh, Unbreakable, <laughs> so, you know. You know, for a few seconds there, I thought that was Gideon singing. <laughs> I'm wondering, these three, are they shamans as well? Are they? Okay, hang on. Wow. I, okay, okay. I think I get the plot a bit. He uh, he's trying to do this peacefully. Okay, this guy's like practicing black magic or something, cutting some weird shit. Mm-hmm. But we see this, right? Like it's something you as a, a guerrilla filmmaker, you find this thing lying around somewhere, collect it, use it as a stage prop. Yeah, it looks it like does. it, doesn't it? Yeah, it doesn't look like place that somebody just <clears throat> you know lets be forever. Yeah. I like how how he's trying to negotiate with um, whichever spirit that is there. 
Yeah, I'm kind of invested right now. Let's go. Let's continue with this. Yeah. Want to see how this negotiation ends, man? The people demands action, kid. I have to say, the guy in black, right? He's just not moving much, and I really salute him for you know, being part, mm. not uh, staying out of, I mean, staying in character. That's really cool. <laughs> just like the other video we watched. Oh, that, that one was really amazing. That one. Crazy, <laughs> just stood there. They angled the camera. It's not perfect cinematography, but it looks, you know, there's an effort to it. I think it has a lost tape quality, you know, those lost yeah. tape videos quality. Yeah. Safe to say that they got it. They're posting so many times already. They're very confident with their editing. Your friends, it's all just one take here. Yeah. Your friends believe in this? Yes. <laughs> I just realized he just changed so you can hear it better. <laughs> I think. No, 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 no. Just facing the the four corners, maybe. Ah, I think. I see. Wait, what is he negotiating about? I don't know. I think like these guys are practicing black magic, right? and they're just in trance, or are they possessed or something? I think they are possessed, and he's just um trying to get the spirits there to um, get away or like I don't know let them go maybe Indonesia really has a lot of interesting uh, shit yeah yeah it's, it's similar to us though because a lot of um, technically a lot of us are Indonesian in a way yeah. or at least from the same mm -hmm. like distant cousins yeah I want to know it's what the music will now. I'll be honest with you, right? That voice is pretty good. So, yeah. yeah, when he... I, maybe maybe that's it. He's trying to, you know, people can hear him sing now. Do you realize that the audio is very good? Mm. You know, I mean that, Rob. He's got a really nice voice to 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 recite the. Ooh, yeah. And, and and I mean it. Maybe this is a is a way you can reach out also. You cued it into the story. Yeah. I just realized we were watching this like breaking down a film of some sort. <laughs> exactly. Because we actually did this last time, so I'm think I think like we should do it again. Do Kun San They're so in sync, man. Like this is still one take. This is impressive. Oh by the way, I'm gonna name the next podcast for this Santet City. <laughs> oh, it's an opera, man. Oh my you, you know what I mean, right? The yeah. reverb on it, on his voice. Is really, if this guy sings, he might sing three. This is a musical. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty kick-ass. <laughs> 
I would like to see a live show. <laughs> I think what sells it also is the one take. Like people are like, oh, no way they can stage this. The recording never stops. No break in the... No break in character, everyone's in sync. Not like the other day, that, that was too ridic- ridiculous. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> the whiplash moment, man. Here it comes. Chester! I like how he's redirecting his energy something. I think this this reminds me of Dark City, the finale. It's gonna puke. This Dark City ending. Yeah, staring contest. <laughs> Look at his hands. <laughs> Big Bang. I still can't believe my friend believed this. I gotta reconfirm with them. Did they, were they punking me? <laughs> you know what the guys is saying, right? Mm-hmm. Is actually what uh, the way the way he say things is like po- poetry, isn't it? Yeah, it's poetry. It's the, also I put this in a movie, man. The intonation, the, the, the cadence is exactly very poetic. It's like, uh, what's that one called? Slam poetry? Oh, this yeah. is slam poetry. Oh my god. It's in the, uh, what's that word? Uh, this is the, 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 what do you call it? This is the slam poetry. It's like performance yeah. art. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. This is a performance art. Yeah, that's why they're doing it one shot. They prob- they probably practice in the daytime or something like that. The way the, the way the guy say things, right? It's it's like almost very lyrical. Like like what Norman says is very slam Wait, this is Indonesian WWE. Ah, it, okay. <laughs> wow! Since you since you put it that way, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty well done too. Yeah, that's oh, it's so nice to hear. Oh, Gunung Guntur, right? Um, in Iban, the word Guntur means thunder. So I'm not sure whether. Are these the same actors or? I don't know. I think so. Because the, the bad guys are always in the shadows. So I can't tell if they reuse the guys. But this is not their fight though. Because we've got like one guy with two support. But in this way. He goes on, I think. Oh yeah, so so it is a Dark City ending. Where it's just a long-winded version of it. Mm. <laughs> 
Wait, the, the guy in the song call is the one that's possessed, is that it? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He's, he's fighting this tree. Oh, he's fighting this yeah, tree. Yeah, 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 this tree are yeah. uh, dark, dark magic practitioners. Practitioners. So, the guy in the black is just doing things in slow-mo like he's a sloth. I think that would be cool, you know, a uh, villain that you have to fight and he just narrates everything <laughs> while fighting. As the hero tries to attack me, <laughs> I use my special hidden powers. No, no, but he'll use poetry to describe it, you know. Uh, oh. A strike so weak. <laughs> a strike so weak makes... The what? What do you mean? rabbit survives the... <laughs> I don't know, some bullshit like that. He tries to defend as my power surges. I feel really hungry, I need a burger. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to be... Oh, he keeps repeating the, the, that, that, that thing. Mantra. This is better than any Malaysian TV show or movie I've seen so far. Hey, this guy's pretty committed to the craft way. Yeah, man. I have a question. What, what are those white dust? Is that powder? I mean, yeah, yeah, that looks like sawdust, but I'm, I'm actually impressed. I am also very impressed, actually. I am actually genuinely impressed. This is actually very well done. <laughs> oh, did it not hurt? This. This one has the three act structure. Oh yeah, you're right. He's losing. How'd you know? Oh, you mean he's getting possessed? Oh, okay. No, I mean like, you can tell when he's losing. He starts and then he's losing first. And then, this is kind of like, yeah, WWE, right? It a yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a tree art structure for sure. Mm. The struggle. Now it's a struggle, right? Hmm. I guess this is the midpoint. Oh my god, it's a 19 minute movie. A short mm. film. <laughs> yeah. In just one oh, shot. And in one angle. That's what I'm talking about, man. Dude, that's crazy. One camera, one shot, 20 minutes. Just seriously, somebody give them a budget. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, this is pretty committed here. I know. <laughs> I know it is. Okay, this is amazing. I gotta tell this my I gotta tell this to my friends. I've heard him say fa for about ten times now. <laughs> 
Or if then he does a fat thing, he's like, burung, something like that, right? I guess it. And then uh, he's uh, getting better now. Oh, look, the, the, the black guy has has uh, changed position. Oh, yeah, he does. Yes. He's looking directly at the, 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 you know, at the wira of the story, man. Wait a, wait a minute. Am I crazy or is he wearing glasses? Who? The, the guy in the black. Probably, yes. I can tell. <laughs> Whoa, he's casting a spell, man. Whoa. Doesn't work anymore. It's the third arc. The, fa- the finale. Oh. That's why the the fake ceiling is there. I mean the fake wall to to get the extra. Mm. See another Paul. Yeah, the the final two are still there, and he's like, ah, I, I gotta, I gotta get up, man. Don't yeah. give up, man. You know, come on, do the Hulk Hogan, you know. But he just goes like, and he does this, yeah. <laughs> come on, do the head shake. Setan goyang, si bro. This is immunity to that spell now. <laughs> Whoa, what just happened? No. Wait, did he just fly flat? Yes. Yeah. Left one guy. Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. He took some dirt. Like, I don't know. Slap his face or something. Whoa, whoa, dude. It's like purple smoke. Wow. Oh, here comes the pyrotechnics. Oh my god. They get pyrotechnics now? You know why anyone would think this is real? It's because it's just too elaborate. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. That's the thing. It's too elaborate. That's pretty good effects, though. I am impressed. I am really impressed. I'm impressed by the commitment to the craft. <laughs> exactly. More than anything. Whoa! There he has effect. Oh, there's things in there. He says Allah Akbar like it was uh, Hadouken or... Yeah, dude. Uh, what's that? Kame Kame Ha? Yeah. And he does that hand gestures and does this, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is just amazing. Dude, was there a monster underneath it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was a white covered, white colored covered mummy thing. Oh, that's the, that's the, that's the grand guy. Yeah. <laughs> I give up. You got rid of my minions. 
hayang. Nah si Abah sudah tua ini mau nyantet-nyantet kenapa? Ya, dokter tadi mah orang terjadi ayah nun diperintah untuk masyarakat. Ya udah bapak jangan nyantet-nyantet gak boleh. Bapak sudah tua mau tobat tidak? Hayang Eling, umur berapa bapak? Eh? Umur 120 Oh 120 tahun Udah bapak tinggal matinya aja Tobat ya. eh? Mau tobat mau Is he asking the mau. old man why aren't you Saya dead yet <laughs> Is he probably ask, uh, asking um, Are you going to repent <laughs> Please repent before you die I'll, I'll be sure about that yeah. You're old already You should die man <laughs> Yeah. can't live at 120 it's like you need to say the shada and, 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 uh, yeah. and repent i feel uh, wow i think what makes this believable is because they use religion in it yeah and a lot of people do not want to question that that's true yes. mm. see do you see this the comments Mantap. <laughs> right. It's it's uh they believe it man. This is fucking Oh insane. wait, they did it live. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Holy crap. Oh, the amount of planning that goes in it. Holy. Oh my god. That's even more impressive. <laughs> it is amazing. It really is. Singapore. <coughs> Excuse me. No worries, man. Right, before we start, I'm gonna get a drink. Go ahead, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> this is... This is uh, Gideon. What is it? I guess Adem would mean at peace or something. Or or melt. Ah. <laughs> what, what, what does Santet mean? I think that means... Um, hexing, you know? Cursing or really cool. witchcrafts. Yeah, give me a sec. You gonna Google translate it? No, I'm. I try not to. You know, while recording, because uh, I'm recording this whole screen, right? So. Ah. Yeah. But uh, I have another laptop here that I wrote all my notes on. Hey, we could do always do something like you know, um, in the beginning, uh, we have all we we either start with the movie review and then we go to a, a sunset situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe so, sunset can be our thing, yeah, like yeah. before or after we start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we can always mix it up anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah. It adds. A and lot. for now, sunset is very very interesting. Soon we'll find something else. True, true. We'll go on that. By the way, do you know how many lights I have on right now? I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Holy shit. Yeah. And Holy. this right here controls the lighting. Look at this. I'm, I'm... Oh, man. Hey, can we upload on Spotify? We upload the vi video? They, they, they allow me to upload the video, but you know. I don't mm -hmm. know if they will show it. We're not, um, we're not Rogan, so 
you know. Oh. I don't know. I mean, they would be cool if we could. They would, like, yeah, I, 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 I thought I, anyone can do it. I, I don't see anyone else other than Rogan. Really? Yeah, unless you know anyone else. I don't. But I never thought about nope. it's just Rogan this whole time. I thought Rogan is the only one who upload videos that I'm watching. I think, I mean, nobody really, I mean, usually podcasts I just used to for people to hear. And in a way, that's what I do with uh, Rogan as well. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just play it in the background yeah. and do other stuff. But, you know, it, True. it could change. Wait. If I talk from here, is it further away? Uh, is this still clear? Uh, it's still clear. Yes. But does it sound a bit further away or is it like... Yeah. Slightly further away. What about now? Now is okay? Slightly closer. Okay. So, maybe... So, because I want to know what angle I should keep this at, you know? Or should I put it like this? Or... It, the problem about my... Uh, later on, I plan to get a proper lighting and maybe give this away or something. Mm-hmm. But because of this, I was like, I can dim it early, so... You know? Ooh. Yeah, so I I plan to get a, a Sigma. I plan to save up next year for a better camera. Uh, maybe an A uh, Sony A six four hundred. The one that that you borrow from your sister. My sister's one is the A six six thousand. Yeah, so it's a bit. Um, it's good, you know, but I have to give it back so when she comes back. So. Yeah. I plan to have um, uh, I mean it's in a year's time so I probably would have some savings for a camera maybe a bit cheaper you know what no cameras like this don't go don't... hey man welcome back and um, yeah so I was just telling uh, Ram that I plan to get myself a, a Sony A6400 camera and I was about to tell him that I'm gonna get it when it's cheaper Then I just realized that those cameras never go down in price. Yeah, they really don't. Sony, right? It's not, it, it's not it. only Sony. It's Canon, Sony, and Red. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're the only one that because it's still a niche in that sense, right? So, mm. I mean, like, I'm not getting a Red camera for what? For this? Uh, like the <laughs> no. A6400. I when I get, I'll plan to get another lens that's uh, with an aperture of 1.4, because. Later on, who knows? Maybe I'll. I always wanted to try to do like a solo film. You know, like uh, how do you make one by yourself? You know what I mean? That'll be interesting to do. Or once I get that, you know, and we are able to travel here and there, interstate, then we can do that that mini documentary you were talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. So. Uh, oh yeah, that wasn't that idea stolen or something. Yeah, it's son of a. He took it, right? Yeah, but you know, uh, the content is always more important than the yeah. stealing the name because he doesn't know exactly what we're planning. I was uh, because when I explained it to my friend, uh, I won't mention names here because of you know this, they know each other. So mm-hmm. he told me that wait a minute, I've heard that story before, isn't it this? And then I was like, mother stole our story. I mean, imagine if we gave him the full script; he already have a. Yeah. He will have a full script of his own. Yeah, he wanted it, right? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, you can give it to me first. Uh, we cannot. Oh we don't. Al- uh, we were about to be duped. We we don't allow uh, a non-Sorokin to be inside the uh, like some 
turns out most of the uh, the people in that uh, production that one are all mostly West Malaysians anyway. <laughs> so, you know, but it was it was a good call that we you know, and plus it was really last minute also. It, but it's easy to say no to of also, yeah, right? Yeah, because he, he he didn't want. My friend suggested my music for one of their videos or something like that, and he said, mm. "Oh, no man, no." <laughs> I, I, I don't like when I don't like the done line line that look like Malay one. Okay, he didn't say that lah, but I just added words in his mouth. Please don't cancel him, people. <laughs> Except yeah, yeah, unless you're German, if you're German, please him. cancel him. I don't mind. We didn't, we didn't say names though. <laughs> I. Attempt, uh, was tempted to say names, but that's fine. I was tempted to say nine. <laughs> Wait, I just did. I just did. All right. So you know, um, so the movie that we're supposed to review, uh, we didn't say review. It's just like a discussion of it. Is of course one of my favorite films from the early 2000. Literally, it came out in 2000. Unbreakable, Beautiful. right? So for those who do not know, Unbreakable is about. Uh, a guy named David Dunn David Dunn right mm-hmm. David Dunn a security guard that uh, survived a catastrophic uh, train disaster mm-hmm. and he is being pursued by uh, what we uh, assume initially to be uh, David Dunn's um, uh, what's his name Alfred to his Batman <laughs> yeah. right Uh, a guy named Elijah Wood, uh, Elijah Price, not Elijah Woods. That'll be interesting too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Elijah Woods, played by Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, David Dunn is played by uh, uh, one of my favorite actors as well, Bruce Willis. And mm-hmm. of course, Elijah, uh, Elijah's reason to to follow up with him is because um, he believes. Spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that uh, David Dunn is a superhero, uh, hence why we said uh, Alfred to his Batman. So uh, I, be- uh, you know, I'm going to start a bit, you know, by saying that I think that it is an origin he- superhero film uh, that breaks the. That is one of the biggest spoilers of it all. Is uh, also <laughs> an existential superhero movie that doesn't really exist today, other than the Joker. And Lo- old man Logan, I can't remember. Was he called Logan? Logan. Logan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, like people can say, like, oh, you know, um, uh, oh, it's the first of his kind, you know, like Logan or Joker. But really, Unbreakable was really ahead of his time, like too early, because nobody wanted to see a origin superhero uh, film of at the time in early 2000s. Uh, of course, it's directed by M Night Shyamalan. Uh, Definitely our favorite. Oh, what, actually, what, he, yeah, I love a lot of his films. Not all of it. I, I do like Science. I like uh, Unbreakable. My favorite from all of it, uh, basically. Uh, what else? You got Six Sense, right? Favorites uh, mm-hmm. uh, Lady in the Water. A Lady in the Water. Oh yes. Uh, not my favorite but I know Gideon loves it and I know Ram loves it <laughs> uh, it's so fantastical man yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. you know when you, when you realize that he wrote it for I'm his watching, uh, uh, a modern take of how a never ending story yeah tales, I would say know, that it, yeah fairy tales in normal people disguise you know you get like 
normal people like the uh, the pool guy, the the janitor. Yeah, I even I like the actor. I forgot his name. Um, the one that act the the main protagonist of Lady in the Water. I forgot his name. Is it? Oh shit! Ojemari, right? Was it? Yeah, Ojemanti. Yeah. I I like him. He has that very you know. He has that I'm a super villain or am I? Look, you know what I mean. <laughs> he also looks like he sells porn. <laughs> He's also Rhino in Spider Man. Oh my god! He's so disgruntled. He has face that's so disgruntled. It's like he's gonna go postal anytime. <laughs> he looks like uh, he acted in Tropical uh, Tropic Thunder, but it was played by Tom Tom Cruise instead. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, I swear to God, I thought that was him. Yeah, same, same. I really did. I thought that too. And now that I mention it, you know, wait, turning on my icon. <laughs> Oh yeah, turn on my aircon too. The fans are so loud. The yeah the f- so mm. um so back to the movie. Back to the movie, yeah. Uh, All right. So, anyone wrote notes other than me? And I got a bunch of I got I got some stuff I wrote down. You know, it decided not to go the notes route. Yep, I wanted to see it. Uh, it. It's also because I'm lazy, but it's also I wanted to to actually expound on the facts of what actually stick. Oh yeah, after watching it, yeah. instead of going through my notes, the really important bits that I thought was really, uh, you know, that catches, pretty good. That catches your eye, right? I mean, yeah, I mean that that is basically what uh, what you did. You just did a mental note in a sense. <laughs> It's a good way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I I write down the things like I'm like, oh, tiny details that I might forget later. One one thing that I started to realize, and I mean, I kind of forgot, but it, I like yeah. how the whole film itself, uh, in the beginning, and also in general, uh, is color coded. Like, the scenes are very muted, and in mm-hmm. the beginning when you start to see uh, David Dunn uh, in the uh, in a train, you know, uh, and uh, trying to Uh, attempt to flirt with this lady he just saw, you know, because she had a tattoo on her near her stomach and mm-hmm. failing badly. He's very muted, but you also see on the other side the one that's you know because the camera angle is one from, take. It's, it's one take and it's supposed to be from the little girl's point of view, and mm. she she had color pop, you know, she had a ye- uh, I can't remember what color was it yellow or something along those lines. It's very bright colored, but Everyone else is muted, right? Mm-hmm. And as you go along in the film, uh, and I think the best way to describe it would be during the scene where he finally tries to test out his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in the train station, and you mm-hmm. start to see the the greenish part come out, um, and you start to see like um, like the first lady he that he touch, you know. Uh, He consented with her, of course, <laughs> but uh, she's wearing red. So you know, it it really stands out from the whole crowd itself. And then, of course, you got the yellow shirt guy, the green, the 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 bright green shirt guy, and of course, orange man. <laughs> I don't mean Donald Trump, anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. And, oh my god! And um, and a fun fact that was supposed to be the guy that we saw in Split. Yeah, that's why he's still so, wearing orange, in split. So, um, so is there a symbolism towards this all color? Because there mean, are other 
things that I kind of noticed as well, like um, Elijah's unhealthy obsession with the color purple. Uh, oh yeah, it's just villainous color, yeah, I suppose. No, I, yeah, uh, I mean, the, there's a reason why that purple is a villainous color, though, because it represents pride yes. and villain be proud. So. I I've, right, act- yes, I've actually see that I've actually wrote mm-hmm. that down. Um, uh, like green, uh, it evokes a powerful emotion, right? It is a dominant uh-huh. color in nature, and that makes you think of growth, think of nature, and see the incredible variety of shades of green expressing renewal and life, right? Okay. So with purple, of course, it has a nobility towards it, luxury, power, mm-hmm. and that's the the keyword I think: power and ambition, which is really. It explains Elijah's uh, character motivation in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, and the color is kind of tricky. You know, you see the purple, you see what you said was uh, power and wait, wait, something about wealth, right? Wealth and pride. I I I, I think it's less with uh, symbolism, or maybe there is, uh, but more of motif. You know, like in art, yes. Purple is is a combination of both. Um, a very warm tone as well as a very cold tone. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Wow, that's a that's a very interesting I, fact. Uh, I dumb it down to the uh, to the point of um, they've crafted. I think they put a lot of thought also in the characters. And, oh, they really did. And it works. Yeah, and it works because you see Elijah at first. You see that pride and the wealth, right? Mm-hmm. You see him grilling that one guy just for buying the painting for Jeb. <laughs> I, I feel. Yeah. I feel like Unbreakable also kind of explains M Night Shyamalan in a way. Like he started mm. out as a David Dunn, but then he became uh. Elijah Price, and then he created <laughs> Airbender. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, because his ego got in a way, and that's what destroyed his films. In the, after those three films, three to four films, you know? to yeah, it could happen though. to anyone. I mean, he was considered the Steven Spielberg, uh, the the modern oh, yeah. Steven Spielberg of that time. And yeah. I can you imagine like you're known as the twist guy? Oh, what the twist, yeah. right? You know, <laughs> like it, even like the Mario movie that's coming out, it sounded like he came up with the twist. Well, we'll, we'll put Chris Pratt in it. <laughs> okay, anyway, um, you see the pride, you see the wealth from Elijah, and when they reveal that he's the spoilers bad guy, mm-hmm. that he's the bad guy at the end, then you see oh the the tone, the evil, the ambition. But you know what's very interesting? What's very interesting? What I caught uh, in the ending or the gallery scene? Mm-hmm. He was wearing all black. He was not wearing purple. There was a hinge of purple. Like, imagine like this, all black. Oh yeah. And then there's yeah, purple. Yeah, hands yeah, hands yeah. why I'm wearing this color. Well, this is blue, but you know. <laughs> so he covers it up. The purple. Yeah, and, and David Dunn. I, I I don't know if it. I I would say I see it that way. In that mm-hmm. end to a, that scene, he's wearing a brown shirt, right? Mm. Over a, th- a light thin green shirt. So it's like I'm hiding my real identity. With mm. you know my normal man clothes because it, the beginning of course you see a light green shirt but he's also wearing a brown jacket over it right so it's a bit more the, the security cloak is green too right yeah. in fact do you know uh one of the first time we see green or at least to signify his color was his locker mm. yeah I you know how I watched the film just now uh not just now but in the past few days was yeah. uh, I will pause and then write down as soon as I see something different just a bit I I, can't, oh, yeah. I probably can't read it all but uh, there's one thing that I wanted to point out that I wrote down here just give me a second I need yeah to yeah it. pick up the interesting one alright so um, cut to West Philadelphia I wrote that down 
Oh, that that part I wrote down because I find it very funny because it's Western Philadelphia, born and raised, right? <laughs> right. Uh, well, it's not Will Smith, but if you think about it, he's living in the ghetto, right? And the mother puts yeah. like a a purple uh, covered present outside there, and they get stolen at all. The one made me like, yes. <laughs> you know what? When I was watching it as a kid, I was like, oh my god, it's gonna get stolen! <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Uh, this uh, one of the things that I saw was uh, there was two things that I took note that I can't believe I really did my research on this um, let me see uh, here we are you, you, do you know the dating scene between the husband and wife I mean David Dunn and his wife um, Audrey mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you know the part where they're like tell me you know first date shit right you know mm-hmm. the painting in the background is at uh, which is actually the It's called the Dream Garden. That drawing, that that painting, right? Mm. It is a famous, is a famous glass mosaic in uh, the Phil, uh, Maxfield Parish, in the Philadelphia's Curtis Publishing Building. The lobby, it's where it is, was made into mm. that bar just for that film. Wow! Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, they give a lot of credits for him. Oh, this is because this is post uh, Six Sense, right? Yes. And uh, wait, there was one more that I wrote down that I found very interesting. Um, give me a sec. It's about the shooting. The or, or, not the shooting, but the. Okay, here we are. You know the scene between. Remember in the kitchen scene. Mm-hmm. You know, like Joseph, what do you have there? And it's his oh, yeah. the gun, right? Yeah, oh, it's not loaded. No worries. Although that one would not be your first line if you were human. M Night, M Night writes it this way, you know, it's big. M Night, you know, and he picks up the gun and go like, like I'll shoot, I'll shoot you, and you know, like I'll leave for New York or some shit yeah. like that, right? Uh, that part looks looks real. I remember that right. line when Bruce Willis said, or oh, D- uh, David Dunn said, uh, "Yeah, it will bounce off me, but I will leave. I'll pack up my things and go." They're like, "I'll shoot you." Yeah, he didn't mean I'll it. I'll shoot you only once. Do you know that <laughs> is based on a true story? What? Okay, so the story goes. Uh, back then, uh, there was a you know, uh, Superman had their own, his own TV show. It was black and white. It starred mm-hmm. this actor named George Reeves, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, okay. he was confronted by a kid uh, with a gun who wanted to see if the bullet really does bounce off his chest, believing of mm-hmm. course that he is the Superman. And Reeves mm-hmm. talked the boy down. He said, you know, assuring him that yes, the bullet will bounce off my chest. But you know, it may ricochet and hit, might hurt people that is nearby or even you. And so, of course, the the kid gave the gun to uh, George Reeves, and that is why that scene is there. Oh my God! And there's there's a lot of uh, things that we can take from that scene itself because um, <clears throat> the when he says that if you shoot that gun, I will leave for New York. Mm-hmm. So, his kid is so desperate for both him and the mother to, to stay together, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, he was gonna leave them for a job in New York, and they were going through a rough patch in the marriage, and probably gonna end up in divorce. So this kid was literally trying to to hope that this is not gonna happen to him, mm-hmm. which he did in the uh, early scenes where he just forcefully take the father's hand and the mother's hand and force them to hold. Ah, each yes, other. The, at the beginning, right. and when he turns around, the, they both went like, 
you know yeah, they're like hand separated it's still weird yeah so so when when he said that to his kid right he wasn't even really sure that um he was invincible or not but the mm. way is it like if you shoot me i will leave basically saying that even if i if i survive i will leave if i don't i will still leave you know most likely i think to bluff the kid i suppose yeah i, yeah. I believe so yeah he's not sure he's invincible yeah. yeah he's not he wasn't sure that he was invincible but he was telling the kid um what he feared the most so i'll leave for new york kind of thing mm. yeah which is which is pretty interesting the way the way yeah. the thing and, and was that if you notice that scene as well right get was uh right after he does uh, joseph let go of the gun and put it on the table both the mother and and son fell towards the ground you know like breaking you know breaking oh, yeah, down right? Three, actually, right and then finally david done was uh-huh. like just like trying to stand strong and then he finally toppled along with them so all three and then the camera moves down to them and yeah uh, yeah it's very well done very purposeful do you know the yeah the cinematography is just perfect it is. there's nothing to it the, anymore it is really really good you know yeah so much thought, thought in each okay uh what about the opening scene with the uh, birth of elijah oh that, that you know i love i, I love the, the, the mirrors there were two mirrors and we didn't see it coming there were so this, this there is the So this is is something that uh um that I kind of like during the opening right mm-hmm. where this black man says that did you drop the baby did you drop the yes. baby right mm-hmm. so it during that era it was implied that um a lot of people do not like uh people of color yep oh. right they, they try to hurt Ooh. them and not care about it so that's why they kind of ask right did you drop this baby and the lady looked so insulted said no what no what do you think yeah, i am yeah so detailed yeah that was that was really really nice i mean nicely done okay here we have the the scene right the intro yeah let's go through it yeah um okay keep this i like the the fact that they have this it establishes the world there is a really mo- nice. there's a motive with the numbers definitely okay see Ah, okay. We we begin here, right? Mm-hmm. Boom! Reflection. Ah. This is Mr. Matheson. He's a doctor. Are you okay? Oh, that was nice because you thought it was going straight. Yeah, another reflection turns up. It's a reflection of a reflection. Yep. Oh yeah, you're right. Wow. Is there a name yet? Right. Okay, we see it again, right? Yeah, you so thought it nice. was moving so, towards you. Exactly. So here you thought it was, yeah, from behind then, to front. Turns out, oh no. Yeah. And then later on, we found out another one. <laughs> That was pretty good. Amazing. There, there were so many things going on. And another thing I want to point out that that was interesting was this part too. As he talks, right? This guy keeps bleeding and bleeding. Oh yes. I... So 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 this scene, right, mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense until um it reveals that he survived the crash. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, he th- the doctor told him there's only two survivors, and I think mm. the second one This just is died. the second one. Yeah. Mm. 
so cool. And if you not, you notice uh, yeah. is uh, sorry, uh, is is muted colors as well. I mean, it's all blue, bluish. Oh, that's to paint a uh, <coughs> contrast of. Mm. But but they they're very purposeful with the color. Yeah, because they always put him in green. Because uh, in blue green. blue is usually very uh, somber, very cold. Yep. Yeah. Right? Um, and you see that contrast where it's green, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it that's warm, so it's almost yellowish green. So it's oh fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of kind of uh, realize that this is somebody special here. This this is the only thing that's warm in this scene. And and the fact that green is his thing, like they always yeah. find a middle ground of how which green that would fit the scene. And you could see that everyone else's um, skin tone, mm-hmm. they are muted and kind of cold, while his is really really healthy. Oh wow! Very very bright, very very warm. Yeah, you're right. If if, yeah. if you search for the unbreakable uh, tra- uh, what do you call it, train station scene, if you can find it. You can see the color difference as well. Mm. He does it in a way that it's uh, it's really well done. Uh, the train, right? Yeah, the train station scene. In Even the ending scene, you could see that he's always painted as warmer and bright, <laughs> brighter. Yes, it's because as he goes towards uh, uh, using his abilities, the more he gets to see, and especially in that train station scene, you, everything becomes more colorful to him. Where prior it, oh, you this one, yeah, yeah, this part. go to oh, where, okay, go okay. to where people are. Yes, that line. So cool this part. It's like a calling. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> a, lit- a literal calling. A literal calling. Hello. I wasn't injured in that car accident. David. I've never been injured, Elijah. What am I supposed to do? Go to where people are. You won't have to look very long. If you notice one thing about the film as well, there's arches as well. There's a lot of arches, a lot of film shots that are in arches uh, way of design. From the stadium to this. Look at that, arches. It looks like going to a church. I don't know what it means. You see, it's all muted for now. But as he progresses, the color change. Not yet. About to. I like the the electronic kind of the chip hop kind of thing, right? It fits him though. You look at all. You look at all the people, man. They're all black, white in that color scheme. As the light shines on him, the color changes, and so does the lady. I like how everyone that he touches um, have colors. Yes, like really bright, warm colors to emphasize, uh, to emphasize that that is an important character. Yeah, 
And it's a different color just to, you know, differentiate them, what kind of criminals they are. Mm. And then, boom. I guess yellow is racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but here's, here's a fun and interesting fact. If you look at beyond certain things, um, orange guy, mm -hmm. yeah. right? What else uses uh, orange color to uh, jumpsuits? Prisoners. Yes. Okay, okay now green like, is like, uh, disgusting, green, right? I think he tried too much. Eh? Like this, like, green? bright green. Yeah, slime, right? Slime, so yeah. very slimy. Slimy, yes. Fucking snake. Yep, definitely slimy. He's slimy. He took Do you notice that a bunch of people that are walking by with the, the with the red cap was like what he dressed up as a security guard before? Oh yeah. I like look at the lighting. I just realized that. Is a lot of spots. It's not in. I wonder if the place is like that or. Uh, I don't think so. Set design. Yeah, I think so. There we go. Somebody dangerous. Like Why? a prison worthy person. I like your house. Can I come in? No. Take an interest in Why science. I wish it's Marky no. Mark. You can't come in. Please, let me in. <laughs> what, what you... Hey man, calm down. Prisoner. Hmm. Prisoner coming. Prisoner. Prisoner worthy. <laughs> like heinous crime movie. The music is so nice. Oh yeah. This is very, very that era, like the rock has it. Yes, yes. Uh, it captures the the 2000 or the yeah. late 90s very nicely. It does. Who, who's the composer that does does this? Ah, uh, crap. Danny Elfman, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Let me just do a quick search. I forgot the composer. If uh, M Night wanted them to focus on, um, you know, like a five note uh, design, and it ha it cannot be in another movie or anything like that. So it, the composer, whoever did it, uh, Jeff Richmond. Jeff Richmond. Jeff Richmond? Yep. Uh, oh, okay. You know, one thing I, I believe that they got amazingly right is their world. The world building. The world building was, it was really good. Once you see that um, 
I I believe like any a lot of people can tell the comic looks like the first issue Superman or something. Mm. It you know in a way they did give us hints throughout the film who and what right like yeah if you look at like uh it started out black and white you know the the the, the villain's head is bigger than the other person you know that thing okay he didn't do uh-huh. it in that voice but at the end you start to see it in color which is what david uh-huh. dunn gets to see right another thing that uh there was a line let me see i wrote it down Gideon, are you are you same age as Norman? No. But um, you guys have the same gen, right? Basically, I think yep, so. Yep. With my brother also, I believe like I was. What year was your brother time. born? I think uh. Nineteen eighty-two. 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 Oh, I'm eighty-five. Oh. Oh yeah. Pretty much the same, right? Yep. Yep. Just a few years. We call the geriatric uh, millennials uh, based on. And you guys are comic book fans, right? Yep. Yeah. Gideon was Very the one introduced book. me to Spawn. Mm. So basically, my brother caught it when he watched it long ago. He knew that it was a superhero film, but me, I was a kid. I didn't know shit. I was like, the fuck. And then when I found out the uh, the Samuel Jackson was the villain the whole time, it would piss me off. Like, what the fuck? No! <laughs> I thought this guy was gonna give him all the tools, all the money that he's gonna invest in David. <laughs> yeah, the, the one thing I watched this before. I I think back then I wouldn't appreciate it because I didn't know the nuances of. Yeah, me neither. Right? Where. Man, this is lame. Where's Superman kind of thing? This is not action enough. Oh, so, but it so was you deep. Hmm. Okay, okay. But it was deep. Um, when you give it like a second or third try, mm. you actually see <clears throat> um, the hallmarks of a good uh, movie. I would say would be the one that made you think: Why did the the like the first scene? Why did that guy insist and ask? Did you drop this baby? Did you really not drop yeah. this baby? And the uh, colors as well, the emphasis on that thing. Only when you know when you get a little bit older, bit wiser, you could understand a lot of these things. What I better. what I like about the film as well, it doesn't really spell out everything to you, right? Like nope. in the first scene, no. uh, on the train, you know, in the where where David Dunn is sitting down looking outside the. Mirror, you can see from that point of view. You can see like, okay, this guy's lost, you know. David David Dunn has a selective memory because he is uh, he suffers from um, trauma, victims' from... guilt. Uh, oh. Sorry, survivors' guilt. Yeah. He oh, suffers wait. from oh. survivors' guilt. Yeah, because so he... every time he never gets uh, he never gets uh, sick, he never gets injured. That, right, he's always the survivor, so he has the survivor's guilt that he actually forget and just tell people, yeah, I've been sick, I've been injured. Mm. That's just the way he copes. Oh yeah, that's right. Cool. That's why when he saw that guy bleeding, um, he was just he didn't hear what doctors say. He was mm. just looking at the guy bleeding, and to him, it's like, oh man, am I the only survivor again? I wonder about that though, because like, uh, he asked the doctor, like, um. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you looking at me like that? As if he didn't know what's going on. Yep. 
<laughs> he, he tuned it out because um, he only uh, came to acceptance when he remembered um, his wife Audrey and him had an accident. Oh yeah, that ended his football career. Oh, he suppressed it, right? I thought he suppressed it because he had survivor's guilt, and mm. and he really did Oops. love his wife as well, and he didn't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even really thought that he uh, lied about it, you know, until the rewatch. No, I mean, you, uh, initially I thought it was dumb, right? The part where he goes like, uh, "Can you?" Uh, I forgot the name of the boss, and would say like, "Can you ask him if uh, if I ever I taken any sick day?" And of course, that's why the boss reacted like, "Oh, smart! You wanted extra forty dollars? Here you go, right?" So <laughs> yeah. I think like what Gideon said is right. It's survivor's guilt. Survivor's guilt. Yeah, he he just cannot bear that he did not um, um, what do you call it he, he always survived it yeah he's always survived so he, he cannot fathom that and the part where he said that oh he nearly died because he drowned mm-hmm. so that is his only uh, weakness mm-hmm. that, that he could die but not literal weakness and literal weakness and he could I die not because he's like scared of water or anything but he could die in the in the form of not breathing either asphyxiation or drowning right he may be bulletproof but if you if you kind of i think if you kind of uh wring his neck mm-hmm. or hung him mm-hmm. to death he would die because he's, he's just gonna not breathe I think he can fight the hanging. <laughs> yeah, with his with his muscles, right? Right. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if it's drowning, water is going into your lungs. Nothing you can yeah. do about that. Yeah. So I think, but there's also another thing as well because when he comes to term with it, right, and he realizes that his only weakness is uh, water, right? Mm-hmm. His first act as being a hero, he gets he gets jumped and then got thrown into the into the how unlucky uh, and the scariest yes. way possible so, you know but, but that is yes but that is also a good um, good way to show that um, he's always at the wrong place at the wrong time Mm-mm. always from the accident <laughs> to becoming the hero to you know being the sole survivor to meeting this guy perchance and to the things he say like yeah Well, for all I know, he has a gun with, you know, silver, uh, what what do you call it? Was it black handle and silver? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was actually really that. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a very unfortunate man. (laughs) That's a nice way to look at it, man. Yeah, he's a very unfortunate man. That's that's my opinion of it. Because the way how the story was told, you know, he's he's coming to terms that he's a hero. He's going to do good gets oh. thrown into something that literally could kill him the only thing that the only thing that could kill him mm-hmm. wrong place wrong time and then the hand of fate um, helps him again with yeah, the okay, he, so, yeah so that's why to me it felt like um, that's how they established the world very nicely it's mm-hmm. like you, you know it's not our reality when you see the uh, Superman comic being turned into something else. So this mm-hmm. is their superhero world, but it's so ordinary. There's like two guys only who has powers or something. Yeah, that's why it's beautiful. That's it's so, why yeah, and it's so rare to find yeah. it. And their powers are super grounded. Like he can only lift that thing. Have you seen the deleted scenes? No, no. There's a deleted scene of him lifting the weights in gym, right? mm-hmm. and he keeps uh, putting more and more. Yep. In the meantime, 
what's released is that uh, M Night chose to show uh, the one where his kids trick him into doing. It. Yep. I think like that that is more mysterious and it establishes the the his, how his power works more like, mm. because it's how it's what he needs or what he thinks he has to do yeah. then he can do it. He yeah. Oh, he I think he lifted about um, let me see here. What three hundred? Three hundred sixty pounds or something? Three hundred fifty? Yeah. Three hundred fifty pounds or one hundred sixty kg? So somewhere roughly around that number. So yeah. yeah, and um, if you notice, like each time that he, they add a weight to it, the more the further Joseph goes away. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's hilarious. It, it's actually, <laughs> and like, if anything happens, what do you do? Call mom. <laughs> no, just, oh, mom. I can imagine already. He's hiding down there, waiting to scream, "Mom!" You know what was uh, one of the best scenes? I thought was the part where he didn't say a word. He was just on the tape at the table with with Joseph. Joseph just woke up, you know, uh, about to have breakfast, and then he goes like, "Look!" Looks at the sun. The sun looks at him, and he looks down towards the newspaper article, and, and the sun goes like, "What? Just, just, just read it. Just read it, motherfucker." Yeah. And, and he, he he looks at it, and he looks at the father, and the father just you know, uh, inaudibly says, "You are right." <laughs> and you just see the tears. I saw her like crying when I remember seeing that scene before. It's vindication for 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 Joseph. In fact, again, establishes how the world works. It's like this kind of thing is small time in real life. <laughs> it's uh, that's true. What was the name of the son again? Uh, I wrote Joseph. No, no, I mean the actor. Oh God! I no, he's a nobody, man. <laughs> I know. Uh, let me see. I wrote it down somewhere. Audrey. He's not an Osman, is it? No, no. Uh, uh, Spencer, Spencer Clark. Ah. Right. Uh, in fact, right in, in Glass, he makes a return. Oh yeah. Including the um uh, the comic book. You haven't seen it, right? Yeah. No, yeah. not seen. Glass. You have to watch it like this, Gate. Unbreakable, I'm not Split, glass, Split, or Glass. Oh, Split is on Netflix, by the way, so it's easier to watch. Oh, yeah. uh, You're nuts. The the comic book clerk is also in there. Uh, oh yeah, wait. I'm gonna cut in real quick. Whatever you described just now, Gate, about uh, Unbreakable, how the uh, what did he say again about the the twists and turns and how they reveal, right? Mm-hmm. The, the feeling you get when watching. Uh, yeah. Unbreakable, it's yeah. the same as Split. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my God. It's really good. When I first saw Split, of course, nobody knows that it's connected. That time. I remember. You know, it just came out. Did you know that when they revealed it, right? I was the only one cheering like hell in the in the cinema. Oh, dude, I was at the right cinema. Everybody was cheering. Oh damn! My was just like, huh? You know what I mean? And I was, and I was in Johor, man. Shit! <laughs> you mean there are a bunch of uh, unbreakable uh, nerds right. over there? <laughs> unbreakable maybe nerds, maybe. <laughs> oh wow! That was so cool. I'm like, oh my god! I mean, Johor and people are cheering this, this is too. Cool. I mean, yes, you're so lucky. I was like, I was just so excited, and there was no, you were not around. I remember, and something. I was just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> at first my friend uh, I had a friend that I suggested to watch Unbreakable this way before uh, Split was even announced so he, he said like oh my god this movie was so good how did I not see this before 
Oh. And then suddenly, when when Split came out, he was texting me nonstop. Ram, you gotta watch that shit, man. You gotta watch Split now. I was like, I don't know. This is M Night's work after what ten years. And it's like, <laughs> dude, you gotta do this. You gotta do. You gotta watch it. So I brought my other friend and watch it. The whole cinema was cheering. He's the only one who's not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after because okay, got the news. Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, because uh, oh yeah, because it starts like Unbreakable starts. It's about what do you call this? It's basically a story about a wrecked marriage mm-hmm. uh-huh. that just it, intertwined with Elijah's weird uprising story, and suddenly we get Unbreakable. And Split is the same, right? You get a mental patient that you don't know what's going on with him. Who is the beast? <laughs> and all these descriptions are so cartoonish. And finally, when when you actually see the beast, you're like, oh shit! He meant everything I, literally. I remember seeing that scene. Um, uh, you know the 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 yeah. wall scene. Yes. And I remember saying to myself, "What the hell, M Night? What the hell? You know what?" I, I was like thinking, oh crap, was another crap yeah. movie, you know. I mean, I was like, it was I, so I was good up more. to that point, and then when it was revealed, the whole movie made sense. Yes. I was just like, oh wow. I mean, it's I'm a, I really like Unbreakable. I mean, like, uh, the, do you know there was a scene right after Joseph was caught, uh, get got in trouble, got in trouble in school. For something I can't remember what it was exactly. Some they said emotional uh-huh. damages. He got into a fight. They got into a fight. Oh, it was a thing to help this Chinese girl or something like that. That was being bullied mm-hmm. or something. Hence his color yellow. I'm just joking. That's a. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a He's joke. Still playing uh, on the artsy artsy uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he met Elijah in the gallery, right? And he was basically saying, "Yeah, man, I'm not a superhero, you know, whatever it is." And Elijah says, like. I like how he he tell Joseph, "Do not drink that water." Oh, yeah. Like what what what, what does that so got to do funny. with anything? <laughs> Because he was he was so out of place. <laughs> <laughs> But it makes sense. He's a normal guy. He's just paranoid. Yeah. I, I, And then the, the the credit card joke that he brings back when he went to the stu- stadium. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, that was pretty good. And if you realize that he actually said to uh, David Dunn in the gallery, right? He said that. Uh, there were three disasters that happened, and you survived one. And then I realized, wait a minute, why why do you have to mention three disasters? You know, you just say you survived a disaster, not three. So he's already mentioning that he what? he caused the other two, which you, yeah, you yeah. would see when he shakes hands with uh, with uh, with David. Uh, But I find that is uh, very. It's a tragic ending because um, here's this guy who obviously said why mm-hmm. he was broken, mm-hmm. which is the exact opposite of what this movie is called, un- Unbreakable. Uh, exactly. Right? <laughs> so he's he got bullied as a kid. Mm-hmm. So when 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 he I think it was when when David Dunn asked why. It's because of the kids that call me Mr. Glass. Oh yeah, and that's what made him a villain. And that's what oh. made eight people. 
Yeah, you're right. And if you remember one more thing, right? Get was uh, as David was walking away, Dave, uh, you can hear Elijah screaming from far. David, you know, like uh, we're on the opposite. We are on the same circle or something along those lines, on the same spectrum. You and I the same, yeah. um, just on opposite spectrum. And it is true. So what, he is breakable, so but when he, uh, sorry. So the funniest part about this mm-hmm. is uh, he collects comic books, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And people are always of the opinion that people who like comic books or all this are in it because of the superhero, the hero, right? Yep. No, his emphasis was always on the villain. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the world, like, like when he said, like, you know, that how this villain's eyes are made bigger, blah blah blah, and like, why, why, why this um, obsession with with um, how the villains are drawn, how the villains are painted or drawn in the certain way to emphasize certain things so that was quite a hint to say that he loves villain yeah but villain and if you think about it he didn't realize that he was a villain until he started on his journey towards it you know like remember he mentioned that there there are people that may may have this power or whatever but they don't know they have it uh, when he first met David Dunn with with the son in the, the first uh, discussion so I I do find it very interesting in fact if I, I yeah this scene I think I know this is not the, the, that particular scene but, but uh, if you look at the hieroglyphs at the back there could be a symbol uh, a symbolism that describes that Elijah's character uh, oh, sorry not Elijah but Samuel L. Jackson's character Elijah Price is the the Rosetta Stone to David's discovery of who he is. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I mean, like, if uh, you notice one more thing, right? There's an arch. Yeah. Look at. The, oh yeah. There's a motif of arches in this movie that I only noticed you know watching like it like shot, that. Right. Chickens uh-huh. or the motif of arches. I, I like this. The one thing I like about this shot is that uh, Elijah is in that green color, as if he worships green. Oh. He he worships the heroes. That's he, what I feel. he wants to be like them, but he, yeah, but he realizes his role is is as the villain who finds the hero, I suppose. You know, who yeah, I, who, who I think ex- exposes. No, it's not exposes. Who... No, just he wants the, there to be superheroes out there, right? Yep. He wanted to prove that they exist. Yeah. And uh, one very interesting thing is that uh, that David and him became friends, and then you know it turns out that he is the villain of the story. And he is breakable, but David is unbreakable, which is a it's a very good, you know. Uh, if if you wonder why it's so good, it's because it's something along the lines of, like Stanley. There's a book called How to Draw Comics. Uh, so he 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 said it perfectly when he said that you know every hero needs a villain, and they're usually yeah. of the polar opposite. Yes, in fact, so. that is what Stanley wrote in his book. Uh, in from ninety or whatever, I I read it as a kid, and I remember that one. I was trying to learn how to write comic books, and I remember that l- line a lot when he said that, um, to have a great hero, you need a great villain, and it's usually of the same spectrum. They didn't say spectrum; he said something same level, so to speak. Something like Batman, uh, sorry, uh, like Batman and the Joker. They both are kind of criminal, 
criminally insane in a way. You know what I mean? In a way, yeah. yeah. I always think that Batman is slightly crazy. Or Spider-Man and Venom. I mean, the original Venom, not the current Venom we see. <laughs> you know, or, or the Rock and Stone Cold. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it really does play a part. And what I like about this film is that you won't realize it toward, until towards the end that holy shit, they really are on a different spectrum. But it's like you pointed yeah, out, yeah. right, Gate, uh, Elijah was bullied in in uh-huh. school whereby David was the quarterback you know the star quarterback right he is so he's such a big star that his name was in the newspaper after you know surviving a a, a car a car crash where, which probably happens a lot there you know what I mean so, so uh-huh. it is very interesting actually it, in fact right I remember I told you this Ram uh years ago uh, before Man of Steel was about to be released I said that I hope that they copy uh, some the elements and aspects of Unbreakable into into Man of Steel because I th- DC was I thought they were going to copy uh, Batman Begins because that too had a very grounded but surreal vibe towards it right so like this movie and I expected the same thing but you know we didn't get that because DC should have I DC <sighs> I don't understand. The animation is good. It's amazing. <laughs> But it, like this, do you know what I love is the oh, this, this is cool, right? Because he's wearing a different jacket here. And then uh when David touched him, he was wearing a different jacket. Oh yeah, yes, color? you're right. He's blue. Different jacket. So I guess this is where he starts to doubt his power. Like, wait, is it really working? There's no drugs on this guy. He didn't figure it out yet that he saw the past. Not like what happened a few seconds ago. Hmm. It's just the past. Wait, this is M. Night Shyamalan, yep. right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he always said... Yeah, when, like, <laughs> when, when I was watching this movie, I was like, dude, that's M. Night Shyamalan. But why is he so young? So, oh, duh. I can't believe he's born in Philly. He's like, look, look at people around him. Nobody looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't blend in very well. Exactly. And he he doesn't look like he would sell drugs. <laughs> he looks no, like he would take up a course. Wait, in, no, no, that's, no, that's, the, no, that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. People who sell drugs do not look like. Yeah, yes. you're right. Dude, you're that's right, the you're reality. Right. That's the reality. You're right. That's how they look like. Like at like, night, you see the biggest gangsters there is. Right, they're not tattooed up. They look like nerds. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I'm serious. They look like nerds. That's probably how M Night get his money to make the uh, six cents. <laughs> yeah, sell drugs in Philly. <laughs> Drug dealer money. Probably I can't take Philadelphia uh, seriously anymore. Not after that show. <laughs> Can you imagine that this movie came out now or around this generation? How big will this I film be? Wonder though. No, you know what? Will it you be? Know, it, it has to come after towards Endgame because. Why I think it would have done well is because Joker is pretty much in the same vein as this. In that, oh yeah, Joker, Joker Logan, Logan was yeah. a very good. Yeah, Joker, Joker. I that was one of the last few movies that I really enjoyed because the best scene in Joker movie was um, he was so happily dancing mm-hmm. towards uh, down down uh, down the stairs, right? And it's just a symbolism of him spiraling deeper and deeper into insanity, and he's happy. Yes. I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad that you brought that up. And I was so afraid that he'll fall and crack his skull, but you know he doesn't care. That's the I, point. I, I like that. Yeah, he did yeah. shit. Now yeah. that you mentioned that, get 
I can go towards the other arch that I saw in this film. Or another uh, motif. Stairs. Stairs. David going up the stairs, but slowly. And Elijah falling down the stairs towards the oh. depth of oh. hell to find the truth. Because he, when he's... That's what he has to pay to see the truth, and he was willing, man. You know what? I mean, like, yeah, because remember when he was lying over his head like that, right? He started to see things very differently. He saw, he saw yeah. the, the, the 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 gun on the side pocket. Now there were another scene where the head was upside down. There was two scenes. One's the little the, girl, the son, and the other was the son, and they both saw what they had to see. So <laughs> it was very interesting. There's a lot of, oh man. M Night There's so many stuff going on. M Night, if the ego never went up, right? I, I think he'll be making a hell lot more uh, amazing films. I mean, not to say there is no amazing films, but then it's something like great, okay, good, and then suddenly, what the fuck? What the hell is this? What's What's Airbender, my friend? I got paid. That's how I made these other movies. Yeah, Hollywood. He's not. I think like he cannot make a a. a, a Uh, Kevin Gunn movie what is it Kev- James Gunn James, James Gunn, Gunn or, or uh, a Marvel or DC movie he is not fit for that kind of superhero he's more of the uh, uh, you know movies like this uh, what's that other one the 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 lost tape vid- uh, the origins of a villain movie uh, James of a villain uh, you mean Uh, split? No, not split. Uh, you know the guy that can his Magneto in a way. He, he can he can control things with. Uh, he stars the villain from um, from Black Panther when he was younger. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, what what was the name of that movie? Oh crap! Wait, give me a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna search for that. You know, I did not think Sign would actually be a good movie until. Sign is a good movie. Yeah, and I really love that film. So Sign's a good movie. So, one thing I really appreciate about M Night Shyamalan is he he takes the ordinary, ordinary mundane, everyday thing that people are so familiar with, mm-hmm. right? And then he creates this movie, this story, which is obviously fictional. Of Backyard but, superhero, right? Yes, but but it hits so hard at home is because, dude, these are guys like you and me. Yeah, like yeah. you know, you can see the house is small. It's like table is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Elijah has that very rare disease. Uh, what was it uh-huh. called again? Uh, I wrote it down. Oh yeah, sorry. My brother just met a patient with his exact. Yeah, thing. it is. A real thing, but he made it into something. That's why it could be like it could go either way. That's what I like about the film. It, yes. But in this particular universe that they're in, because that's what they describe it. What what was it called? What universe is it called? Train something. Train t- East East Israel. Is one seven seven. Yeah, something Israel in that. Yeah, yeah. And in 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 there. Oh, I just realized that the is greenish in the background. Do you remember this? This is so good because the kid never fired a shot and will never know how strong he is. <laughs> Even he doesn't know. But what I like about this film is it only towards uh, somewhere, somewhere towards the end, you you really know like okay, this guy has powers, right? And in that this moment, you still do not 100% know yet. You know what I mean? If you have not seen the, se- the movie at all, 
Okay, uh, my view, my, I don't know, second or third view, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, um, oh, what's to worry about this scene, right? There's nothing to worry about. The thing will bounce off. And then you start seeing it, seeing him freaking out. And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, man, things really got serious in this scene. It really did. And that kid can act, actually. He, he so, You know, he still has a baby face, even though at his age now. <laughs> he looks insane. He's like super muscular. And then you see his face. It's like, like so somebody superimposed his this kid's face on a muscular guy, a fit guy's face. Fake. Uh, you will see that later on. I mean, uh, when you watch Glass Gate, <laughs> watch oh, Split first out. though. <laughs> oh, Split is amazing. Anya Taylor. Taylor Joy. She's in there. She has a very oh. weird face, but yet pretty. I don't. She has. She looks like a sexy alien. You know what she looks like? You know that girl in Corpse Bride? The Corpse Bride? Oh! That, that, that smile. She reminds me of that. I see that scene. Yes, see, he's, the camera follows David all the way down. And, Given that he's our hero also. And if, it'll make so if you look at the gallery, look at look at the, uh, the composition of his all white except even uh, um, even Elijah is in white. Yeah. So... The f- but his sacred room is purple yeah exactly exactly him. there's a because he, oh, yeah, he, he, yeah. he's trying to blend in mm. no he wants to become unassuming yeah exactly or, or it's a you know it's a the, he's a gallery showing right mm-hmm. so he dresses up do you know that it was Samuel L. Jackson's idea for it to be purple really yeah because he likes purple yeah. man even Mace that, that was my next point thanks again for bringing it up it. <laughs> He just likes purple. That's why. Yeah. yeah, because it's nobility and luxury, right? It's red and blue. This is this is one it. of the most beautiful shots I've ever seen. I mean, it has to also be the co- cooperation of the crews themselves. Like, if you have um, Samuel Jackson himself uh, making suggestions, and you take you as the director taking that suggestion, I think is basically they got no choice. It's like. Bruce Willis, ne- Bruce Willis never dies mm-hmm. because if there's a script handed to him and he plays a role and he dies he'll ask it to be be rewritten and say that I don't die funny you should say that because yeah exactly yes does. <laughs> so so that's why he he performs so well in Unbreakable because it speaks of his ego and he is that way he's always been that way since Die yeah Hard. I agree but uh, he does work very well with M Night. Yeah, you understand what we mean. Yes. And when yep. as you continue, if, as you go to uh, from Split to the series, you, you see the whole trilogy. Yeah. I I tell you this, Git. I I won't break anything for you. Haha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, not not splitting any jokes here. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was stupid, Norman. Uh, okay, so but the ending of uh, Glass. Is very controversial for people for fans. In fact, it split them literally 50-50. Yes. And I, when I saw it, I, I winced. Oh, how was that word? Uh, you know, like you, you know, you, you, cringe, cringe. Uh, yeah, win- oh, yeah, that's the word. Oh, wince, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yes, exactly. And I, because that scene was so realistic in the depiction of something. That I won't mention to you. Yes, it, it all backs to Unbreakable. In fact, there is a scene in in Glass 
that is from this movie that was not in this movie it was a a director's cut scene and initially when i saw it i was just like how did they make bruce willis look so young in this one yeah and then it turns out that it wasn't cgi <laughs> I was just like this. Ah, oh, I'm not. You know, if only you know. Uh, he wanted a twist ending. That's only. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, Glass may not be the best of them all, but you have to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it. I still, I wouldn't give it the highest mark, uh, but it is definitely in the top range films. And I remember, I was so excited. I, I think I watched it three times at that point. Right. In fact, I think I watched mm. it with you. First, I watched it by myself because I couldn't wait for anyone. Oh, okay. I as soon as it came out, I drove all the way to Sun, uh, Sunway Pyramid because that was the only Sun place that was showing it, and <laughs> near my area, j- to watch it at midnight <laughs> because that was the only time it was showing. And then the second, t- and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> then I asked you, "You ha- you have not seen it yet at that point yet, right?" Uh, yeah, no, no. I was like, "Come on, Ram, we have." Yeah. Did I have work or something, something like, like that? Yeah, enjoy. yeah, yeah, something like that. And I remember the second time I watched it with you, and I still winced at that scene because it was heartbreaking to see, but so well done that you know, even though I, 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 if you read the reviews of people of of just you know people watching it, there was so there was some parts like I get it, I get it, but mm. I don't know if I agree with it, but you know, I get the idea of it. I wish there was another way, yeah. but you know, it's not exactly a typical hero film. And uh, I, I am the guy who actually agreed with it. I'm like, this seems like a M Night kind of story. Yeah, and if this is this the, scene, is the way, this is the 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 the, the, the yes. that that's a lobby right there. Think about it; it's a lobby. Yeah. So well done. They put a lot of this. Yeah, and I I think that I think Gideon will enjoy the film. I I really think so. Yeah. I I I am very sure of it. I think he will like split as well. Glass would make sense. It it just makes sense. That's it. As glass. glass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you look at my background here, where glass. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, glass. glass. That one makes. And uh, M Night is uh, it's a hit or miss in a lot of ways, but you know, sometimes. He tries to go. You know, it's, I I think that it it hit his head in a way that plus his uh, uh with his ego, but also that expectation of you must make an amazing film because you made these three movies in one shot. You know what I mean? Uh, Unbreakable, uh, Six Sense, Signs, right? Even though some people like, if you notice that he likes what uh, as an enemy. <laughs> I think he can't swim. I think so. I didn't know. I didn't know he was black. <laughs> He's from Philly, man. There's no beach around Philly. It, I didn't know he, he can't swim. It, that was fun. fun. I, I love this shot, and there's a lot of one. If you notice, a lot of the way they shoot it is very one shot uh, style. In what, it's not always easy to do it this way. But this also means that they already knew the scene as they were shooting it, you know, yeah. something like Birdman or very well planned. Some of the active shots they have, things like yeah, the comic book spinning. Mm-hmm. Oopsie. 
Oh my god. Fuck this scene. It's like, it should, should already get stolen. You just I just realized <laughs> he's wearing brown as well. Like every other kid. But there's a hint of purple. Yeah, the purple is this sweater. Yeah. Because uh, no kid... The colors just pop, man. It's so much work to it. Colors really pop. As, because mm. uh, M. Night is a big fan of the Hitchcock films that, that does, uh, um, you know, color coding. Because Hitchcock likes to play with this a lot. Psycho and all of that. Even though Psycho is black and white. <laughs> I wonder. I, right, I, I this look, scene look at this is, scene. Uh, is an homage to uh, the transition of spinning. I, the you know, like it starts to make sense to him as he opens, it unravels to him, and finally he can read it. Before that, he couldn't, so he's just like, "What's this?" And it goes, you know, it's a bit of an indication of. And I, oh shit! And I thought it was like an homage to the spinning transition. I think that in too. Batman. I think that too. Why not? <laughs> I mean, what? Am I just gonna listen to our podcast and go like, motherfucker, how dare you? My, what, a what a twist. Well, <laughs> how do you know? He could and he should. Yeah, yeah am I listen to us? You know, can... Hey, look uh, at me. I didn't do any notes trying to decipher your movies. <laughs> Did I do it right? Look, another arch just now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, look, see that scene? That scene is exactly like what Joseph was at and the, that girl in the first scene. In the... Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes. You see, she was talking about this guy, yeah. right? Like everything that's happening around him is always related to him. Now that I really see, I uh, rewatching that scene, that that kid with the ball, the ball haircut, he's probably an orangulu, you know, from Sarawak, because <laughs> that's how the haircut, uh, you know, like bowl cuts. She... <laughs> Oh yeah, this scene was really good though. I, <laughs> you just cut from where he was to another scene where he's further away. This scene, uh, this shot, yeah. Do you, do you know what I like about Unbreakable? It feels like an indie film that you can still see today. Yeah, o- only oh God, the totally. only thing is that in terms of to- uh, how do you say it? in terms of uh, soundscape and uh, choice of music. Is not is not it is exactly what Gideon said. It is from that generation, but I feel like this film in itself is kind of timeless. Uh, uh, I mean, until when, when and until superhero films become really, really shunned by the public, <laughs> which is solely happening now. I guess people are just tired. No, no, it, it happens every yeah. generation, dude. I mean, uh, there's always something, you know. Westerns, uh, Western films. Uh, what? Uh, they were the slashers in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the cowboy movies. Yeah, exactly. In the early nineties, it was like crime thrillers, uh, like serial killer mm. stuff. Psychos, yeah, yeah. And then it died, and then it brought in Titanic and all that other weird stuff, all that l- weird love story stuff. And then oh. early two thousand, and comedy was a lot different as well. Comedy is dead Ooh, now, yeah. but you know. In terms of movies, but uh, at one point you got like there was a resurgence with in 2011, 2007, sorry, with Superbad. The way it's plague also. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you remember the way plague. Uh, I I to be honest, I I do like the way it's. In fact, the first 
I do. Scary movie was good. But I think mm-hmm. that the one where Charlie Sheen was in it, that's the time when they, what, the Wayans were no more involved. They were kicked out of their oh, own yeah. movie. Oh, but what about the uh, the white chicks and the uh, the little little man? Oh yeah, <laughs> you mean the Eddie Murphy clones? <laughs> the Eddie Murphy clones. I like the scene, by the way. You know where he's, you know, they're going towards his eye, and he's just like, yeah, I've been through this many, many times. <laughs> he's so bored of it. And then a matching transition, very, very nice. nice. So much care, right there. It, there's so much thought put and in it. If you think about it, he's looking at her. Cause that was his plan. Hmm. Wow, I just. Oh my god! And, yeah, the shot links. Both David and Audrey are in the same uh, function in a way. Just di- uh, what you got same goal but different function. Like David is safe. He's a security guy, right? She is on the. Sec- she is on to. He's there to save people. She's also there to save people, but in a different way. And if you think about it, you see that scene. Why she so? Why she handling all the people that are recovering from? You know, what's this called again? Like you know, some physiotherapy, physiotherapy right? Yeah. You want to know why she's doing this? If you think about it, she was in a car accident that broke her leg. Um, and I was just like, son of a bitch! Why didn't I see this the first time? <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> well, I was too young to re- to realize it, but. That's a cool yeah, one. it's cool. It's, it's hidden, and uh, according to like uh, uh, some people, is that the color code that she's using is because she's calm or something along those lines. But red does not represent calm. But there's a lot of other col- colors in there, so maybe she's having. Could be just what nurses wear in Philly, though. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's just that. Yeah, it could just be that. I think, I think it's predominantly warm with a touch of. Cold. Yeah, you know what? I think it does represent, because uh, if you look at the other nurses, right, they're not uh, that colorful. Oh yeah. And if oh, you yeah. notice that there's a checkered uh, floor, they like he likes to play with checkered floors. Whether it's at a comic book store, in Elijah's house, at his gallery here, it's, it's always it's, it's always a chess game with him. Oh wow! I just realized that now. <laughs> wow. Okay, I, 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 that's why I like this film. This film makes me think a lot more than any superhero film, uh, other than um, uh, the Joker and probably Logan, and maybe Batman Begins, but not to an extent. Batman Forever. Now that one made me really think. Why did I watch this? <laughs> hey, hey, do not diss Val Kilmer. Okay, he's one oh, of the best Batman. Stay cool. What, what are you talking about? He has the most recognizable lips. Like you can see him. Okay, that's. It cool. looks like he's always trying to <laughs> his pucker for a kiss. You know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's why he's the best Batman there. <laughs> <laughs> and he also has the Mastercard. Oh, whatever. Wait, was that him? No, th- that, that was uh, George Clooney's Batman. Oh, that's George Clooney. Okay, Josh Green Batman is just stupid. <laughs> Josh, really, he really don't know what's going on when they say action. Bad nipples. Because really, nobody knows. <laughs> oh, that's because you know he's he's blind as a bat. You know, for all we know, Daredevil should be called Batman instead. He uses sonar. He's blind. Oh yeah. Uh, you can't because it's copyrighted. Batman came up first. He could call him so, Batman. So the Daredevil was based on this guy that. Was Batman cool. is a Daredevil. 
Or, or better yet, Ghost Rider. Oh, by the way, no, that's Nicolas Cage. Nick yeah. Rider, yeah, the guy that ruined Ghost Rider. Oh yeah, made a deal with the devil. Uh, Ram, I may you may not know this, but Gideon was the biggest worst, and I use the word worst, the biggest uh, Ghost Rider fan I knew. <laughs> Holy shit, really? And then the yes. Nick Cage one came out, <laughs> and I laughed <laughs> because I knew he wouldn't like it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, screw him and screw Mr. Conair. <laughs> I I I do like Nicholas Cage, but he does not fit Ghost Rider at all. You know what? The kid that plays the younger him fits better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness, they don't even look the same. Not even close. <laughs> It was such a joke. That movie is such a joke. But don't don't forget, he wanted to be Superman. Hey, he could I, have made I, a I wanted to see that. <laughs> Tim Burton, Nicholas Cage. He could have mean uh, made a really good uh, Superman. <laughs> That's because I don't like. I mean, I'm not a Superman fan, so you know. Why He's already massacred your hero. I'm, exactly. Yeah, Twice, man. But, but, Twice. but alright if he plays. Yeah. Oh, three times, right? Oh yeah! Wow, there was a soft reboot too, right? The second one. Yes, with him again. And I was just like, you all did not learn your lesson. <laughs> did Did man, you pay him or did he pay you? You know what I mean. Hollywood just took took a shit on the textbook. Didn't learn anything. Yeah, probably like okay, guys, we need to lose a little bit of money. <laughs> no, if not, we'll get taxed too I, much. I, Here, let's make a stupid movie. I'd rather see a black Superman than to see a Nick Cage Batman. I mean Superman. Oh, you, you know, know what? I want to see. I want to see a uh, Nick Cage ba- uh, Batman for sure. Hey, oh, no. where's Come the on, Joker? Nick Cage Superman, <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage Superman meets uh. Michael Keaton Batman that's what I want to see Batman v Superman with those two <laughs> like geriatrics you know <laughs> oh, you see the scene where he opens the door that he looks like death and that's what those yeah. people think he w- they were looking at and you see this it looks like a scene from a crime uh, documentary and so in fact I think like he looks most heroic when he came out of the, the, of the swimming, uh, swimming pool wow that was my favorite and the music score was yeah. so good it went up and in fact that was in Split wasn't it was it Split uh, that song yeah yeah when the reveal in Split I heard it and I was like thinking uh, before they revealed that scene I was thinking to myself why does this sound familiar oh well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I remember Can you imagine like They were just silent In the cinema Except for me <laughs> I was going like I was screaming Like a, a school girl You know Seeing like Backstreet Boys Or some shit like that Going like Ah I can't believe ah! filled with Normies yeah, Now uh, If If uh, Glass became bigger Than what it became uh, Probably Um, there will be those people that like oh I've always known <laughs> you know what I mean oh, oh okay this scene like, right the, the fact that the woman is dead mm-hmm. like he failed a bit really mm-hmm. like his first mission what an art everything happened his weakness exposed the bad guy was strong he lost one uh, one victim man you know now looking at this scene 
so well done. This was terrifying, right? It was. You, I thought I was going to die the first time. That that's mm. his cape. That's what's cool about it. And I like the fact that it's an everyday thing. It's not like <laughs> wearing underwear, you know, some jumpsuit. Oh, this this. Oh, that's crazy. See, the camera is so active. Yeah. If it's you terrifying. watch for the first time, you were like, "Oh, he just landed I in did. a puddle." I remember. Yeah, he, it does look like he landed in a puddle, doesn't it? It does look like he landed in a puddle. So, like, oh crap! It is my bane, my kryptonite. In yeah. the worst possible way, where you get wrapped up by this thing, yeah. <laughs> you can't escape. After watching uh, Glass, I'm definitely going to revisit the last line. Mm-hmm. Oh, but look at that! It's sinking, and you can tell, like, oh crap! Water is his kryptonite, right? And they take their time just to let you experience with him as as one by one the thing came down. And then, and then he had help. Oh, but you, do you know yeah. what's very interesting? Uh, the boy that drowned, right? Mm-hmm. He said mm-hmm. that said that he was dead, but they revived him. Mm, like a rebirth, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping for. I think that no, this is the part where he does get a rebirth, right? He, he, yes, he got saved by the people he saved. Yeah. Which which is a very very um, nice uh, way of saying uh, karma kind of This thing. is a, and also luck though. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Unbreakable is actually just uh, a Superman with weakness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, This is basically the drama Hancock. Yeah, Hancock and um, what's the other one? Uh, um, yeah, but Hancock, yeah. Oh, and Kick-Ass Hancock and Kick-Ass was trying to be that grounded thing but this is way more grounded oh hear hear that music score man it got it goes like it reminds me almost like him uh, I'd say but it's not <laughs> and then it's just one move I just realized and it, that this move is very effective by the way in real life it's very hard to break from yeah that's it he doesn't break <laughs> so no point right you can't smash him till he's tired he doesn't break off to prison with you <laughs> That cycle is so strong. Time to take out. And the music plays as if he's won already. Yeah, yo, oh my god, you're right. Right. The song plays as if he's won already because, yeah, you can't break his grip. Wow, yeah, you're right. That's cool. That's a, that's a very good take. So how would I rate this movie? Amazing. Watch it with drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, this is. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna sound biased, but it's an A plus for me. Oh man. Uh, I'd give it an A. Fair enough. Why, on a personal, why, why give it an A plus. Uh, mm-hmm. 
I wouldn't give it an A plus because I I don't know. I wouldn't give it an A plus because of reasons, I guess. But it's a really good movie. Yeah, I mean, that's so fair. I mean, you know, it has its flaws, you know. Yeah. I gave Dark City a B or B plus or is it A? I can't remember now. Personally, I'd give this one an A plus, but you know, we want to be what do you call this neutral then. Oh, yeah, A man. It is an A. It's a good A. Get. It's it's a good A. The reason why is this um, the storytelling is great. Oh, this is awesome. See, he's going up the, the stairs with his wife this time, and it's the same scene yep, where, no. uh, you know, he had her on the ground when in the accident, right? But this time he's bringing her up no with him. What? Sorry, can you repeat that? Knows and remembers now. This is so cool. You know, like a like a superhero carrying someone is, while flying. This is what they should have done with Superman and Louis Lane, rather than what they did. Yes. Hey, you got to give a shot to the uh, the series. Actually, it's not bad. All right. Now, now I know why I'm not giving it an an A plus. Mm. Um, the storytelling is great, but it requires a little bit more depth. For you to understand, it's not a regular movie. Ah, oh, it's definitely not a regular movie. It's not. It's not for regular people. I would say. I mean, it tells a great story, but for you to actually enjoy this, you have to have a certain um, eye for it or nuances for yeah. it. Yeah, you know? makes sense. Yeah, uh, it's a niche. It, it, uh, yeah, it's a M9 niche. is quite a niche. I mean, yeah, yeah it's, it's all the movies are quite a niche. niche. Yeah, wouldn't give it an A plus because you, <laughs> I give it because I love niche. <laughs> But you know, I I can argue a bit with this because the Joker did pretty well. I mean, uh, I yeah. expectedly well, so I think this movie would have done better if it came out now. I mean, it did well even <laughs> back then. It's just not, uh, like now with this kind of budget, it you know can make that kind of money, probably. But I get what you mean though. It's definitely a niche. It is not. Mm. It's not uh, a very. Uh, I would say Marvel design or of any sort. No, so great. Marvel was not even Marvel yet when Iron Man came out. That's what made Iron Man one really good. It was. Mm. Oh, and speaking of which, Iron Man had this whole B plot with him and Pepper, right? Yep. Meanwhile, this movie, Unbreakable, their B plot and their A plot are both equally compelling. Like you feel their marriage crumbling, and you feel bad about it. You can see the kid is struggling. You're rooting for them, but then you're also interested about the superhero stuff. Exactly. Uh, I love this scene. I really do. This is one of my favorite scenes. Hmm. Wait. Which ties the two superhero, the A plot and the B plot together very neatly. Wow. Fix the relationship with the kid, and he's become a superhero. Holy crap! Yeah. And and the best part is um, the kid will not suffer that well. I don't think the kid will suffer some emotional distress and grow into a villain. Uh, de- yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. He saved this kid. Yeah, he saved this kid uh, a- by 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 telling his kid that you know. Um, oh, this is this will full. relate to speed so much. How full? So yeah, I like this would tie into split so well if you. Can't wait to talk yeah, about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Me too. I really cannot wait. <laughs> you know what? I've been excited throughout the whole week. Yeah, me too. Trying to talk about. Yeah, people. same. Yeah, I was just like finally the the things that I, we've been talking about. Every few years, we'll bring this up. 
You know what? Now I figured out a cheat code. We can just, as soon as you hit record, I'll play the movie, and then we'll just uh, do our critic while the movie's playing, so we can get ideas along the way. I think so. Why not? You know, I mean, uh, yeah. like look at now, we're getting a lot of things. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. It's a good idea. It's yeah. a good idea. Turn on the subtitles. Turn off the audio. Only turn it up when the score is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Or so whatever it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this kid can. He's a really good actor, actually. So good. Yes, the innocent look, you know, uh, deer in in front of headlights look, but you know, and that 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 look. Yeah. On Bruce Willis actually is a good actor when he wants to be. That kid is the embodiment of hope. That's what his face is saying. You know what? In a way, he represents that everybody watching it is like, I hope he's a superhero. Yeah, yeah. See, uh, he hopes the dad. Look at the scene. He's wearing a jacket, a brown jacket over his green, uh, thin green. Covering yeah. it up. I like the mom too. Oh, I like the mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. See the villain's eyes. See the villain's eyes. They are larger than the other characters. Huh? I feel like she taught him everything about comic books, right? Uh, or becoming a villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Unintentionally, my God, kid, poor that poor woman. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. She literally see that villain's eye is the exact same thing that he said. It's the exact same thing that Elijah said. See, I think she's trying to teach him something else, but he learns to be the villain instead of the hero. <laughs> no, I, I think this, I think this old lady is a villain. <laughs> I know it's harsh, but <laughs> in, in a way, hey, that's what this uh, this whole podcast is about. It's about throwing it, everything. Yeah, it's in. a that's you know without contrast. They I'm very proud of him. He's a villain. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you feel like you, you think it is, just throw it in. And now I know why I I wouldn't give in A plus because the backstory of um of the villain wasn't that strong. I understand why oh, really? that way, but I felt like there was a lot of things that I I did not know Such as? about Glass, Mister Glass. He was born that way, right? Yep. He got bullied into it, right? What happens then? He he made his uh, comic book obsession. Uh, I think. Oh oh. Okay. Get. I think I can help you with it. Sure. Something I found later uh, later on. Seen again. Joseph. No. I think that was it. Joseph, listen to me. Sometimes when people get sick or hurt for a long time, like Elijah, their mind gets hurt too. When they start to think things that aren't true, he told me what he thought about your father. It isn't true. What I think she meant here is like he's lost his mind. He really got into this superhero thing. Yeah. yeah. And she didn't see that he's becoming the villain though. But I think that's maybe maybe that's one of the clue that uh, that's been left in there. It's just a maybe. So he he's he's lost his mind already. Yes, he's crazy. Yes. And remember they said. Uh, remember the mother said in uh, uh, in the gallery scene with uh, David. She said that the minds are skewed or the perspective are skewed. But mm-hmm. I like how the mother said this though. 
you know the most dangerous villains and and the ones with with the powers oh yeah oh yeah that was really strong i like that you know what i was also expecting her to say snitches get stitches after <laughs> okay, that one. i see I I still think that she's the villain because you know, the 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 villain that you gotta worry about is the one that you know doesn't. That, show. No, that would be a very interesting. I wish M Night heard heard what, what you just pointed she's, out. She's and yeah. she's the villain because she taught taught him everything about. See, villainy. staircase again, staircase again. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. What normal person would actually do this? <laughs> so here's my. Diagnosis, I guess, because he's crazy uh-huh. a bit. That's why he's got too he way, way into the the wants world. No, he's too heavily invested. In he's not yes. he wants to know whether this is real. He's and whether whether he's found that that particular um, hero that he's been looking for. He's the opposite. And Mr. Glass is broken here, literally and uh, yeah. you know, figuratively speaking. But he finally sees what he wanted to see. Proof. The sound but, design here but, was brutal, though. But because he's crazy, did he just see what he wanted to see, or did uh, he? Not? I mean, like the things are there, but you know, could have could have been handled better. Yeah. I wonder if he's one of the metas too. Like, uh, he might. He's quite smart, yeah. right? He might, he might just have found the the superpower of uh, David Dunn as a fluke, like when he touches people that he knows mm. what's going on, right? It, it is a fluke. I mean, think about it, right? If he didn't find David Dunn, how many more disasters would he have created? Yes. Mm. And he created a lot of it. Yeah, just actually. three major ones is already bad. He, even like, uh, even like 9-11 could be oh, an Elijah Price situation. <laughs> He says something here, right? He said something about uh, all he does is read comic books while he's in his hospital. Something like that. It's like people who wants to be manga or anime, you know, after watching too many of it. Yes. So I believe he's that kind of guy that, you know, if, in this very ordinary superhero world, you have a very ordinary villain. You mean he's an otaku? Yeah, he's, an, he's a crazy yeah. otaku. Yeah, you're right, kid. <laughs> he's a super rich uh, comic book weak. nerd I mean you think about it he made money from from comic books right at that time in that era yes that, that's the point when, right when, when it was so it was a niche whereas now people there are so many people that suddenly like I'm an Iron Man fan or something I don't know even their dog's an Iron Man fan what? even their dogs and cats yeah, are Iron exactly, Man yeah exactly right it, and but nobody talks about Ghost Rider. Why? Because it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and even so, yeah, yes, I'm a very bitter. They're not gonna that. bring him back, yeah, don't worry, yeah. because uh, Marvel or Disney does not like the idea of a guy on with a flaming scar riding around yes. big bikes, gangster. I mean, even like Daredevil, I, I'm kind of afraid of seeing it on Disney Plus. I don't know what they're gonna do with him. With Charlie Cox character, I expect if they're gonna bring back Daredevil, I expect them to bring back uh, what's the name of the actor uh, who plays uh, Kingpin, the best Marvel villain thus far. It's Gideon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Gideon there, you know, in his house just doing that, like, and Wyatt is asking him, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I know, I'm just uh, 
I, I'm just yeah. <laughs> Did you know that my eyes are bigger because I'm a villain? I skewed perspective. <laughs> <laughs> like sake, you know? I skewed. <laughs> That's hole number one. Oh, that guy is great, by the way, as Kevin. So, the childish tantrums are amazing. I, I just like how you just went from 0 to 100 in just a split second. Yes. But uh, who? Kingpin. Oh, yeah. The only... I like how he... Like, takes a deep breath. And, and, uh, and, and it sounds like he has asthma a bit, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's just Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> <laughs> breathing problem god damn dark city it was such an interesting show by the way he had covid before everyone else did <laughs> breathing problem motherfucker <laughs> yeah anyway yeah that, that's must that you talk about me that way Gideon <laughs> exactly his character was almost interesting but why does he have to speak like that <laughs> good point <laughs> Cool. Oh my god, it's 12.30? Yeah. We've, we've reached our two-hour mark. Yeah, alright, so, you know, uh, shall we have a uh, some form of conclusion? Uh, 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 what do you call this? A warm down? A warm down, <laughs> a, a, a cold stare. What, what's, uh, what's, I, I'll, I'll stare what? at you while you stare at me. <laughs> yeah, but... Alright, now what you gotta say? How do you conclude this okay, movie? Okay, um, it's definitely. I mean, for new comic book fans or people who like Marvel or DC or, or you're interested in the boys, or um, what are the uh, or Doom Patrol, I would say give Unbreakable a chance. Oh. Uh, you watch it, you know. Uh, you may know already, especially if you're listening to this podcast or this show on YouTube. Uh, what it's about. But it's still an amazing uh, movie to watch. Uh, it's not perfect by any stretch of the word. I mean, uh, you got a lot of M Night Shyamalan stuff. In fact, I remember like there were some scenes that made me go like, "What?" Yeah, uh, you know, I remembered. Oh, it's M Night Shyamalan. He writes his because that's his that's that's his story, right? Hundred percent. It's not. Written by uh, another uh, producer, or I mean another writer. He is the writer, so you know, I would definitely say uh, this movie is something that is worth watching. It's one of my favorite films. I think it is the same level to me as Back to the Future, which is my also one of my favorite films of all time. So uh, I have it on high regard, and I am very biased towards it. So yeah. Take it with a pinch oh. of salt if you have to. Hey, sorry, hang on. And we shall hang on. So, uh, Gideon, since uh, uh, Ram is doing something, uh, why don't you con- give your conclusion of some form? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, it's one of those movies that. Oh, sorry um, about that. Story tells really, really mm-hmm. well. Um, I really enjoyed how the whole story was mm-hmm. told. Um, Uh, whether it was made by M Night Shyamalan or not, I think the way the story progressed from beginning till the end was really, really great. So um, it being M Night Shyamalan was probably a bonus because of the twist and um, how he would like to throw everyone off um, on the get go. 
without and until finally revealing what what this this whole story is about but um aside from that it is a very well made movie i wouldn't mind watching it another time <laughs> but not that frequent yeah, yeah no, I get what you mean like probably I'm yeah. probably gonna do it like once a yeah, year yeah yeah it's something. one of those films um, it's a pretty simple movie to grasp it is uh, right um, I'm giving it an A not an A plus because um, I wasn't entirely wowed by it but still a very good movie to watch Fair. Um, it is a huge it is a superhero movie per se but what makes it great is um, it is very down to earth you feel very uh, you feel a form of affinity to it because this guy is just a security guard and he just has a lot of issues like suffering from survivor's guilt and he has selective memory because of it and he left uh, he lived his life being a lowly man yeah um, yeah okay I would say you need to watch this to appreciate True. this uh, Ram. Yeah. Give us your conclusion, your 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 final verdict. My final verdict. I guess you guys, uh, we we've talked about the story enough already. We know how perfect uh, perfect it is. Not not super perfect, perfect for what it is. <laughs> they they nailed the basics. They check they they checklist the basics everything mm-hmm. there. The the backstory of the main character solid. Mm-hmm. The villain I find I find it pretty okay despite what Git says, but. <laughs> personally, personally, contrast I, I is good. Just remember, yeah, contrast like, is like good. I, I understand. I understand, I, but yeah. but you know, like that's how uh, you feel that it's not. Uh, I like the I like the villain. Yeah, no. Uh huh. Uh, don't get the, the me wrong. story though. Yeah, it need. I I wanted more depth into it because yeah. I guess that's that's why. It is M Night Shyamalan because, like, dude, you keep me wondering. Tell me the whole story about this guy. Come on. Exactly, and I get right. that. However, yeah. but me personally, right? I feel like, oh, it's an M Night thing. It's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> mm, okay. not, not to downgrade the movie or anything, but however, the technical stuff they also nailed it. Cinematography was clear. Everything looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Color was super contrast. Camera works is just beyond this world the, the the mirror scene the the stadium talk scene the the dining uh the the dine out with the wife yep. norm fucking it beautiful is. so what i'd say that's why i'd give it a an a plus it looks like a a film one guy try to make and it looks good it doesn't feel too studio-ish that's true it, it felt it felt like an indie film it felt genuine it, yeah it does that's a that's a good way to say it Friday night movies, right? It's something you turn on I, on Friday night. Was, uh, it was a indie movie, is it? Right. It felt like but that. It did have quite a. Uh, I can't remember what is the uh, budget for it, but I know it was uh, relatively large for its time. Not the biggest, but and you know, M Night's always been no. In fact, I think a lot of M Night movies, when it's good, is always because uh, that's when the budget is small. Like with Bloomhouse, that's why we got split. You know, with such a small budget, it made a lot more money back. In fact, so you know, I think M Night. That's where he is. He is an indie filmmaker. He just only realize it now, maybe. You know what I mean? That's why I think. So yeah, 
Okay, so that ends our that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Uh, and to the Germans. And this is the first time where we <laughs> a- we're Germans. actually having a proper outro. Wow. Yeah, and, <laughs> and uh, you know we, we will improve, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to see us improve even more, send us money. We don't have a Patreon, but we will one day. <laughs> Thank you, guys. See ya. Probably subscribe. Please or subscribe. Yeah, subscribe nah. to our podcast. Uh, our oh, social yeah. media will happen. Uh, Ram will handle all of it because none. <laughs> I'm too old for for talking to human beings. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Uh, anything else? Anything All else? Right. Any last message to the people? Don't do drugs. We've said it. Up, yeah, babe. I've said it. And up. Uh, <laughs> don't forget uh, to like us because we believe in Santet, 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 Santet City, Santet City, we'll ladies and gentlemen. Again. Yeah, we'll do that but, again. <laughs> see you guys. Bye.